Hey, y'all. I'm Jordan Gill, host of the System Samey podcast. More entrepreneurs are seeking freedom and flexibility, but how does that really happen? Systems, of course. I'm lifting the hood to my successful life-first business, sharing strategies and thought-provoking prompts to how your business can accomplish the same for you. Let's get it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Systems Samey podcast. I'm Jordan, and I am excited to share with you my stacking the odds strategy around hopefully getting a yes for a collaboration, right? Because a lot of people think that the biggest reasons that people say no to collaborations are because they don't have the biggest audience or a ton of Instagram followers. And really, a lot of times it has to do with not being the right time. They don't know you or there's not enough upside. And I think what we have to remember if we're looking to collaborate more is that this is somebody's audience, right? And just like you probably are very protective of your audience and your community and ensuring that you aren't necessarily just throwing things willy-nilly at them, snake oiling all over the place, but you're intentional with what you sell to your audience and what you suggest to your audience. And so is somebody else. And so I've always found that it actually is, I guess, better if somebody's a little bit skeptical of me uh, when they first meet me, because they should want to get to know me. They should want to ask me about my values. They should want to figure out if we're a right fit or not. And so I don't necessarily just want to collaborate with somebody because they think, oh, she has a big audience or, oh, what will that do to my business or whatever the case is. And I'm down for those thoughts to happen. And I want the collaboration, yes, to be because we see a win, 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 right? A win for both of us, a win for our audiences and a win for respectively each other. So with that being said, I want to tackle how I stack the odds in my favor because I don't want the biggest reasons for people to say no to even be a reason, right? And some of these things we can't control, but some of them we can. What I mean by that is one of the first biggest reasons that people say no is it's not the right time, meaning that they either have something else planned, like a launch or affiliate thing or whatever. And as you get more and more, uh, I don't want to say savvy with collabs, but as you're somebody who's consistently collaborating, this is going to become more and more important. I generally plant seeds months in advance. And that's not always the case because again, I I don't really do things in absolutes. Like I believe in nuance, like I believe in living in the gray. And so if I want the best chance of someone to say, yes, I'm not going to come with them, come to them a month before and say, Hey, do you want to be a part of my launch? Right. And the reason for that is because 
I think it's about respecting the other person's time, right? And I'm not necessarily talking about affiliates because, yes, you need to let affiliates know, obviously, when things are happening. And also, I recognize that, again, some of you have like flash sales or uh, different launch schedules that may not have like the longest runway. You may not start the beginning of the year and say, okay, these are all the dates that we're launching, right? And so that's kind of a special snowflake over there. But other than that, you know, if it's an event of some sort, uh, summits, all of that, generally speaking, you know the dates of when this is happening fairly ahead of time. And so what you want to do is really think this through. Like uh, for Make Your Mark Live, which is the event that I'm throwing on September 21st and 22nd here in Dallas, Texas, I did speaker applications in January for a September event. And so while it's not always the case that people do it that early, I just really wanted to be prepared. So with that being said, I, you know, still get requests, you know, today being like, hey, do you need a keynote? And again, maybe other people roll differently than I do, which is completely possible. However, I do know that a lot of the folks that I know well and that put on events fairly like consistently, they are pretty ahead of schedule like that. They may not have the programming schedule because that kind of ebbs and flows and and whatnot, but overall, these things are planned way in advance. So I want to share with you how I planted some seeds for specifically wanting to create collaboration opportunities with me and FG Funnels. So I knew that I wanted to work with SG Funnels in some way, some collaborative way in early 2021. And so, because I use their software and I love them and was like, bet, like I really want to collaborate with them. So the first thing that I did was I bought a ticket to their live event, which I wanted to go anyway because a few of my friends were speaking and I knew that their people were my people. And so I went. It worked out. It was at Disney World and my husband and bonus son came uh, for the weekend and we had a whole Disney trip. But I went there for the sole purpose to plant the seed of like, hi, here I am. (laughs) I'm Jordan. And, you know, I wanted to connect with Julie and Kathy. And so, and I did with Kathy. Uh, I think it was at one of the dinners or something. And I also connected with some of the speakers, yada, yada, planted the seed. And then at the event, I planted the seed that I was using FG Funnels in this really unique way to showcase uh, my affiliate private invites for our virtual conference, which is uh, an affiliate strategy that we use when it comes to making our affiliates referees feel really special. So I told her about it and said, hey, I'm going to send you the results once uh, once we get them through. But our affiliate private invite pages are actually uh, converting higher than our actual registration page. So she was like, cool, yes, definitely let me know, right? And that seed was planted because I know that they want to know how I'm using their software, right? Just like if you're wanting to get someone's attention who has a course – 
if you're implementing something in someone's course, they want to know that you're implementing it. They want to know that you're getting results. They want to know what's going on because they're always looking for case studies and, and testimonials and things like that results. And so I wanted to let them know that like, I'm not just somebody who like, you know, is hanging out and and is cool with FG funnels. No, I want to show you how I'm innovating with FG funnels and how cool it is. And so I reached back out then a couple months later and said, Hey, reminder about those fully private and private pages. Here's how they went. So awesome. I would love to actually do a training with your community to show them how to use affiliate private invite pages. And they were like, yeah, that sounds freaking amazing. Right. And we're excited to learn too. So we did a co hosted, I guess, a private training together. That was free for both of our audiences. We promoted it to both of our audiences. And then again, if they decided to sign up for FG funnels, then they used my affiliate link. If they were new to FG funnels, then, or not FG funnels, if they were new to me from FG funnels, then they were just getting added to my email list for um, some extra bonuses and things. So that did grow my list fairly decently, like by 400 ish. And so that felt cool. And then from there, kept on coming along, you know, and I did a test of a private podcast real sign-up strategy for our virtual conference tickets. And again, I was using FG Funnels, obviously. And so I was sharing in the Facebook group because I was really excited that I literally took one of Kathy, who's the designer of the duo, how I took one of Kathy's designs and FG funnels and how it was converting at 90%, which I've never had a landing page ever convert that high. And what was crazy was because I didn't change much about the page. My colors didn't even match my brand colors. I didn't change any of the elements besides the copy. Like I did the absolute bare minimum to get this bad boy out there. And it was really cool to see the results. So I, you know, again, kept up with the results. And when I was done, I sent them over to them and just was like, holy cannoli, this is amazing. I'm so excited. Thank you so much, FG Funnels. I love you. Right. And it's funny, as I was writing the (laughs) notes for this podcast episode, I'm kind of, I kind of put two and two together because once I share that in the group, their uh, marketing group, I maybe month or two, maybe a month from that time, I was reached out to by FG funnels and was asked to actually share how I build my email list through reels. And again, that's not a topic that I talk about per se. Now I do, but it wasn't at the time, but they, you know, had heard obviously from my results and whatnot that, and saw in the group how many comments people had and were so interested and intrigued by what I had done. And so I was like, heck yes, you know? And did I know that collaborating with them would mean, you know, a co-hosted training and getting on their stage and all that stuff? Not necessarily, but I think that uh, somewhat of a special sauce with me is that I don't always know what is going to be the most beneficial for both of us as I enter a relationship with them. 
So I allow the relationship to breathe and us to get to know each other. And then a lot of times what will be revealed is the, the win-win collaboration. So I don't, I don't rush it. I don't go into it with all sorts of ulterior motives or anything. I just know, Hey, I want to collaborate with this person because either they, we have an audience match our values match. We seem to like enjoy each other on Instagram stories or whatever the case is. I, I want to be able to be a human as much as possible about all of this. So with that being said, as you can hear with all the FG funnel seeds that were planted and how, again, I just stay top of mind. I show them how much I enjoy their software, not just, Hey, like I love FG funnels. It's like, thanks. What can I do with that information? (laughs) Right? No, I gave them information that they wanted to do something with. Right? So with that, I encourage you to think about the seeds that you can plant months in advance. And sometimes again, like I said, I, I just admire somebody and start planting the seeds and I'm like, well, eventually we'll figure this out. So a few seeds that you can plant again in months in advance are things like reviewing their podcast or if they had clearly have like an initiative or something going on, you can share about it. Or again, a book's coming out. So therefore you buy it, you read it, you do a little book club on it or a little review podcast or whatever. They're maybe doing a giveaway or again, you just do some sort of sharing what you love about their work on social media or even a, to- a whole entire podcast episode about them and just hyping them up and getting excited about what it is that they do and the impact that they make. And so doing that enough times and even just DMing, you know, below their Instagram stories or things like that, there's so many ways that you can just plant a seed, plant a seed. You know, it's not that they're going to remember you of the first time or the seventh time. However, I do know that people will get familiar with me. So for example, Alex uh, Katoni from the copy posse is somebody that I really enjoy her content on Instagram and just find that she, yeah, she's just really great at giving value. And so I was browsing, right? As I do, some people say creep, but it's fine browsing. And I had seen that they were doing this like student led copywriting apprenticeship type thing where I could send in, you know, a request for a sales page or for something, and they could have their students bid to write the copy for that offer. And so I was like, Oh, this is dope. And so I applied and got into the opportunity and whatnot, which was really cool. And you know, that started Alex and I's little banter on Instagram because she was looking for somebody and some people and I raised my hand and volunteered. Right. So that is, and again, not those types of opportunities aren't happening every single day or whatever else, but like if they ask, you know, actually another uh, way past client in 2018, Kathy Heller, so funny. So she was looking for, my gosh, was she looking for a video editor? She was looking for something. And I was like, oh, I've got the perfect person for you. 
I have never spoken to her ever in my life. I said, you know, I, I've got the perfect person for you. Let me DM you. So we started DM conversation and I'm like, boom, boom, boom. Here is the person. Right. a tat tat. Let me know if you want me to connect you and make this easy. And she was like, oh my gosh, yes. Thank you. Do this, do that. And then she just was like, and we haven't like officially met. So like, what's your deal? Like, who are you? We started to get talking and then, you know, lo and behold, I end up becoming the, well, a, a content, well, technically a course curriculum designer for her, uh, which is a three month project with me. And I flew to LA and got to interview at her, at her house. It was really, really incredible. And that was literally because she was looking for something and I was able to fulfill that for her. Right. And we think like, Oh, it's not that big of a deal or, Oh, whatever. No. Like if you're able to help people out, whether it's for an Asian restaurant recommendation for dinner or, you know, an earplug situation that works well when you're on planes, like it doesn't matter. But if somebody's looking for something, if somebody is asking a question, it could be for engagement. I don't care. I'm going to answer the question and I'm going to answer it in a way that sparks intrigue and interest in wanting people to respond. So I just, I hope that you're hearing all of these examples and thinking, oh, wow, like these are, these truly are seeds. These are not really long, thoughtful, drawn out love letters to people which I suppose you can do. But what these are just, again, what are they looking for? What is it that they want and how do they give that to them? Do they want more exposure? Do they want more money? Do they want more time? Do they want more recommendations? What do they want and how can I give that to them? And so those planting of the seeds allow for then when I do go for the ask One, I'm really immersed in their world, so I generally know decent timing. And again, they can't really use the excuse, don't know you, because we've either DM'd, we've voice noted, we've emailed, we've done something in exchange. And then not enough upside, you know, again, if you are doing things that are helpful for them without, you know, saying like, hey, you know, I reviewed your podcast, review mine. Like, if you're able to do that, then there's already an upside to them because you already have given them something or some things to where now they're like, Oh, not I owe her, but you know what? She did these nice things just unprovoked. And just because, and I really want to pay back the favor. I really want to return the favor. And so different, different opportunities come about because of that. Right. And I want y'all to, to have, the odds stacked in your favor, because it can be a lot to figure out how to stand out in this wildly noisy world. And again, you know, listen, collabs are not going anywhere. Okay. Collabs are everywhere. If you look up the word collabs, all of a sudden, everybody and their mama is talking about them. And so what I want to encourage you with is collaborations aren't going anywhere. And if more people are looking to do collaborations, it is going to get tougher and tougher and tougher. And even with myself, I'm having to be really aware of who I'm collaborating with, how I'm doing my reviews of certain things, et cetera, because 
uh, with um, the podcast network that I'm going to be joining uh, here in the next month or so. I I have certain non-competes there with others. I have agreements of uh, exclusive rights, correct? Um, so again, not promoting their their competitors. And so, and I want, and I'm open to doing that, you know, with, with the right intentions, because I want to build a relationship long-term. I want to let them know that I'm not just, again, like out here willy-nilly. So one of the best things that you can do is plant seeds months in advance. That is how you start to stack the odds in your favor. I know that Obviously, it's like, okay, what's the best time to plant a tree 100 years ago? What's the second best time today? I get that. And we can start that now. A lot of times I will create, again, if you have um, a list of folks that you are wanting to collaborate with, like go through and like determine, you know, okay, on Monday, I'm going to go leave reviews on all 10 of them. And that's going to be my seed for the week. Maybe two weeks later, it'll be check what they're doing on Instagram and reshare something right? Or uh, send an email to my list and then send a screenshot and say, I really loved showcasing your, again, reel that you did two days ago or whatever the case is. So again, you just, you get in the habit of planting the seeds and it becomes easier and easier. It doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm having to bring up all these random things to everybody all the time. It's really a way for, again, you to prepare for the ask And that doesn't mean that you can't just go straight for the ask because I have done that as well. And I think that a lot of people need a little bit of warming up before they start chit-chatting business, right? And gabbing about business. So I hope this has encouraged you. I hope this has helped you. And again, when you're looking at the long term of business stuff, you know, you really want to stack the odds in your favor. You really, really want there to be a yes. And so ways that you can do that are, again, either reviewing their podcast, reviewing them on YouTube, sharing a reel about their work or resharing their post on LinkedIn or doing a whole podcast episode on them or their what inspires you about them, signing up for their free stuff and giving reviews or testimonials for them. All that stuff adds up, I am telling you. So never underestimate the power of all that. And with that said, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I can't wait to start hearing you stacking the odds in your favor for yes, more yeses to collaborations. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for daily advice or LinkedIn if that's more of your jam. Let me know if anything resonated with you by DMing me or tagging me in stories.